Today's show is supported by UserList, a customer messaging tool for your SaaS product run by my friends Jane, Claire, and Benedict. More about it later in the show. Hi everyone, this is Val Sopi. And this is Bootstrapping SaaS. In this podcast, I share my journey to 10K in recurring revenue with ClaryTask.com. All right, drum roll. I am back on ClaryTask tomorrow. Not today. Today is Sunday. But I'm done with my uh, project, the client's projects I, w- I was working on for the past four weeks. Uh, four or five weeks, or maybe six. Can't remember. But it's been a long time since I've done anything related to ClaryTask. I can't really wait to start slowly getting back to ClaryTask, see where I left off, look at my tasks. Look at what I promised to my client. I am so happy nobody has fallen off yet. I spoke to um, a client yesterday, and they said uh, one of the best things that happened was that a client called their client, and they were asking about something they did for them, which never happened. So they quickly went into search inside of ClaryTask. They never found any trace of that thing happening, and that's what they usually do. They keep track of every call they have with their clients. They use ClaryTask sort of for um, um, for ticketing, for sort of uh, customer care in a way, for bug tracking, and they record every call with the serial number of the product they're selling. And they were searching for that. They couldn't find it. You can find anything in ClaryTask. Uh, even if someone deletes something that is not deleted, completely so you can still search for it until you decide to complete it completely um, delete it permanently and that is only able to be done by um, by the administrator so even if some freelancer you invite in your team in clarity task and they go ahead and edit or delete a task uh, that task will disappear from view however it will be in the trash and you can recover it or delete it permanently so that was really good feedback And my client was saying that some of their employees were sort of, um, um, they didn't want to enter every little thing they're uh, talking to a client in ClaryTask because it's sort of uh, tedious for them. But in times like that, when they have to track back and search exactly what happened with that client, they can always rely on ClaryTask. And that was sort of one of the main points that my client made to their their coworkers, their employees saying, this is why we use ClaryTask. This is the exact moment is the exact value that we're getting out of it. So keep putting your data in it. And yeah, so I'm very excited. Tomorrow, first thing in the morning, I will start looking at the tasks, looking at some code, looking at some emails, some promises I've made to clients that I've never given an ETA to, but still it's a promise. And I sort of want to look back to what I have to release. One thing I know that is uh, pressing is uh, workspaces belonging to a single company because right now each workspace is sort of account of its own. They share the same email. However, um, uh, the company, uh, there's there's no company on top of of, um, of those workspaces. So uh, that's what I will be starting to complete because that's sort of 60% done, maybe 70% done. I want to launch that ASAP as soon as possible. Um, on the client work that I'm delivering, I'll still be on it from time to time, monitoring and just fixing bugs here and there, or maybe some new requests. But the daily grind with it is done. Uh, the product project, the majority of it is paid off. Uh, we'll be expecting the new payment, the last payment, before I start on some 
small um, monthly retainers, uh, which will go into me monitoring their app. It's a private postal service and I uh, have built everything from the app to the dashboard to the client area, etc. So I'll be monitoring it uh, for them, but it will be just maybe an hour or so a week. And uh, some of the tools doing the extra heavy lift lifting uh, for me. And I can just go in and look at the box from, you know, once in a while. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, very psyched about that. And I wanted to that to be the first thing I mentioned in the show. So back to Claire Task after some four to six weeks hiatus and not being able to do anything related to Claire Task. Initially, when I started this client project, I, I thought that I will be able to work in the morning up until lunchtime on client work, and then after lunch, come back to Clarity Task, but it didn't happen like that. Uh, client work required more energy for me than um, I had anticipated. And, um, you know, not just me sort of laboring away my time, but also the mental energy that goes with it, just to try to solve problems that I was trying to code into the app. Uh, the good thing is that I priced it hourly, so... Um, for every minute that I uh, put into the project, I am getting paid for it. If it was a flat fixed price, I would have been pissed off by this point um, that, you know, it was taking longer than I had anticipated. And it actually did for about a week or so. And it was nobody's fault. Client was incredible. Uh, I tried to work every minute of my um, working days on it. It just took longer. Some things took longer. I had to backtrack on some things that I didn't plan correctly. But for the majority of it, everything went smoothly. I'm happy the way it came out. We launched this week and then just try to monitor it from time to time and maybe add a feature here and there. Um, so, yeah. However, uh, with that said, uh, what I was planning to do with my client work was to collect some money and then come back to ClareTest for a couple of months. And that is not happening because for the money that I made on ClareTest, which was good by the way, I um, I spent most of it and it went to my uh, children's schooling, kindergarten, uh, some other expenses that I had, I was behind on. Um, probably I bought a, something for myself, I think. Um, I didn't buy sneakers, I don't know what I bought. I bought something for myself, very small, but the rest of the money went into just living expenses. Um, so by the time the project is paid off, uh, we'll not have enough to continue for another two months or so. It will be just probably for a month, and uh, I will run out of it uh, immediately. And I was sort of frustrated about that, and I was talking to a very close friend of mine about it, how the model is not working, how taking this client project... Uh, it was very problematic to clear a task, which it was. But on, you know, uh, looking back at it, I uh, was able to complete a lot of expenses that I was behind on. So even though I will not have the runway that I was anticipating, I still was managed. I still managed to to pay off a few things that I was behind on. And if I wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I, you know, at this point in time, um, I would be very depressed about that. Uh, so I don't have the pressure right now. A lot of things are cleared up. Um, a lot of my finances I, are in check. I, um, I was able to cancel a lot of bank accounts, which I mentioned on the, my, some of the previous shows. And now I can uh, start with a clean slate on Clarity Task and then see what I can do. Uh, 
one thing uh, that that was good, and I have to um, I have to thank my friend Tony Denke from the Mega Maker Club who pushed me to do this. And in the past few episodes, I was talking about sales. I was talking about my failed attempts at trying cold emailing and how much I don't like it. And talking to Tony, I was mentioning to him how I want to go to MicroConf in April in Minneapolis and how it will cost me like 5K to get there because of the distance um, and uh, how I can't afford it at this point in time. And he said, well, you know, why don't, how about, you know, you try to push for that, you know, for increasing your sales and clarity task and hopefully, you know, something will happen where you can actually afford it. So I said, yeah, you know, I have to start with my emails, etc." And it was late at night. I think it was even a, I don't know what night it was. Anyway, I said, I have to start tomorrow, etc." And he says, well, what if you just send five tonight? And as soon as he said that, you know, I sort of felt this, um, uh, responsibility, accountability, um, that I had to do it. And I said, immediately I said, okay, I will do it tonight. So I did about 20 of them instead of five and, uh, nothing happened. Uh, no one replied from those emails, uh, but I did it. That was my first time that I actually put my time and energy to do it right. And then the next day, what I did is I signed up for Mailshake, which I've been looking into for quite some time. And, um, I did the sequence, my very first sequence with it, and I uh, got another um, 11 emails, uh, highly targeted emails, and um, I uh, I sent them, I sent it to them. Uh, I did the sequence. I did a sequence of five emails, each separated by five uh, five days in between. And the way I did it, I'm going to show you exactly how I did it. Uh, I went into Clutch.co, so it's a website. Uh, which has, which is a directory of various businesses. And then I uh, was looking into the companies that are my target. Um, and uh, uh, if the website had a team, right? So if they had a team, I would use Voila, Voila Norbert. So that's how um, probably pronounce it. Voila. You, you, you'll, you'll spell it V-O-I-L-A Norbert. So Voila norbert.com and then i would put the name the first name and the last name and then the domain of the company and then if voila norbert norbert is sure about the email being the correct one they're finding they will add a little green light to it and that means they're 100 sure that's the person and then i did a really quick email to 11 um 11 people that i found through clutch and then through uh, voila norbert um and then I got my first response. So uh, from the 11 emails I sent via ma- Mailshake, I got my first demo, which is on this uh, Wednesday. And the person that I am demoing ClearTest to, they have a real pl- problem, which ClearTest can actually solve. It has to do with time tracking and allocating time to um, their employees. So I'm very excited about that. I will continue doing a lot more cold emailing. I will stick to it and see if I can get my sales up to 1K to the point where I want them to be. Um, so that's what happened this week. And that was one thing that I did in Clarity Task that I haven't done in so long. And I was very happy about it. And again, I have to thank Tony because if it wasn't for him to push me to do it that night, I would still be probably pondering about it and just making plans and writing tasks. So, you know, I just got on it and did it.
So thanks, Tony. Um, so with that said, with all the things said, um, this model that I mentioned in the last episode, this business model that I'm doing, that I was trying to do with, you know, doing consultancy work on the side and then trying to collect some money and come back to ClearTask is not really working. I mentioned that before, mentioned it again. I'm totally giving up on this sort of model because ClearTask is not a side project for me. Uh, if it was a side project, that would have been fine. I could even take a job and then... Um, I would pay somebody and then just, you know, do little bits here and there, uh, put some money into it. But I want ClearTask to be my full-time job for now and a long time ahead. Mm, I want to focus on it. I want to serve clients using it. I love clients who use it. I love the problems that it solves. I love the pro problems that is that it um, attempts to, to solve, that doesn't solve yet, that I'm excited to try and solve in the future. I really love ClearTask. Um, and I really want to make it happen so it becomes my job. And um, I'm not looking for a business that I don't have to work just yet. That probably will be done in the future. But right now, I want to work on ClearTask. And uh, I have to find some model that works. And I've been looking into loans from a bank, which sort of makes sense for me. Uh, so that will be one of the options that I'm considering ahead. And also, the other thing that I'm thinking about is I am looking for some sort of an investment. And um, I'm not, I don't want to look an inv uh, for an investment to, um, from like a VC or sort of um, advanced level angel um, investment firm. It would be perfect if it was an angel, a person that puts his own money and maybe even becomes part of the team somehow uh, as an advisor of sorts, as a board member. And that would be very interesting. And with that said, I'm announcing that I'm already speaking to someone. It's very basic. It's very initial talks. There's nothing that I can promise that will, will it will happen. But I have met someone that is interested on on ClayTask, and um, we're still talking. Uh, we had to we had we had sort of scheduled this weekend to talk, but we, both of us had family around. I had my parents in town. It was my daughter's birthday. Um, also, this person had his family over and uh he was busy with them so we, we sort of played it by ear and didn't happen it might still happen tonight uh late in the evening uh to sunday october 20 and um but if not then we'll talk tomorrow so basically want to talk about how our values align and from the initial uh discussion we had uh most of the things do align and uh i will let you know if anything materializes from it and um this would be a very interesting situation for me, for me because the person is not a classic angel investor. It's, it's someone who wants, it's someone like us uh, from our community that wants to um, play around a little bit uh, and uh, get into the investing sort of game and invest in some product that he believes in and wants to be involved in some sort. So not just giving him the money, but he wants to also advise, etc. And... Uh, uh, protect his investment which is um, understandably so because that's what I would do if it was the money that's coming straight out of my pocket or my family's pocket so um, yeah um, I've, I've I've interacted with this person before and so far the interactions have been very pleasant um, at this point I don't have any rejections of us uh, teaming up and I will still consider uh, Clarity Task as a bootstrapped product because um, 
this person is not using someone else's money, uh, they sort of uh, want to be a part of Claritask and be on the sense of the advisor. So not working constantly on it, but, you know, weekly meetings, monthly meetings, and sort of talk strategy and tactics, etc. which I think from my point of view, I, would, I can really use that because most of the time I'm trying to solve things on my own and talking to people. So if somebody has has some some uh, skin into in Claritask, I think they'll, they'll be more involved and their input will be more valued because they are um, a part of it and want it to succeed. It's not someone that's just giving me advice um, and making me uh, hear what I want to hear maybe sometimes. So, um, yeah, um, that's what's happening, and I'm, I'm excited about it. So uh, without getting too excited about it, I will let you know more about it if it does happen. I'll probably end up talking a lot this week with this person, which I know some of you may know. Uh, so uh, I'll, uh, I'll keep you updated on, on that. Um, let me see what else I have here on the list. Uh, one other thing that I've been doing this week, I've been trying to read more. And right now I'm reading Ryan Holiday's book, Stillness is the Key. And I've run uh, into a couple of really good gems. Um, I'm highlighting pretty much the entire book. I highly recommend it if you haven't read it yet. Um, it's really incredible. Uh, it's well put. It's well researched. Um, it has a bunch of um, sort of analogies of uh, people in the past. And um, one thing that sort of... Um, made me think a bit and it sort of relates to what I've been talking about and but what I've been uh, complaining and bitching about uh, a lot recently and I know that's not really a good um, how do I put this it's not really a good uh, what's the word um, um, doesn't make me look that great for for being like that and it's not that I'm trying to look good the entire time I've been trying to be honest uh, how, uh, you know, the things that I'm going through uh, with this podcast. And I've been, you know, the, the thing that I don't like about myself right now is that um, working on client work, I, I, you know, every time I talk about it, I'm sort of looking down on it. And I'm sort of making my, myself uh, look like I'm above it. I'm better than it. And and that's horrible, you know. I I I shouldn't do that, and I I don't, you know, I don't feel like that. Maybe my love for Claritask Task and me being away from it sort of is giving me this this other side that you know I despise client work, which is you know in the past couple of weeks has has helped me pay a lot of bills uh, that I'm not stressing about right now. I'm, I'm very calm. I don't really have anything to worry about because that project has paid a lot of things. And reading Ryan's book, I ran into this um, uh, this passage, one of the chapters. And um, so he's talking about uh, Ulysses, Ulysses, Ulysses Grant. Ulysses Grant, is that that's how it's pronounced, right? Uh, general and then American president. So he says, uh, before the Civil War, Grant experienced a long chain of setbacks and financial difficulties. He washed up in St. Louis, selling firewood for a living, a hard fall for a graduate of West Point. An army buddy found him and was aghast. Great God, Grant, what are you doing? He asked. Grant's answer was simple. I am solving the problem of poverty. 
And then it goes into the next page and he says, that's the answer of a confident person, a person at peace, even in difficulty. Grant wouldn't have chosen the situation, but he wasn't going to let it affect his sense of self. Besides, he was too busy trying to fix it where he could. Why hate himself for working for a living? What was shameful about that? So yeah, you know, we're all working for a living. Yes, we want to work on the project, on the product, on the start that they will like, but sometimes life doesn't allow us that. And that is okay. You know, we have to do what we have to do. And there's this great line in The Last Samurai, if you've seen it. Uh, I'm not sure if Tom Cruise says it or um, the actor playing The the Last Samurai says, um, one of them says, a man has to do what he has to do until destiny reveals itself. Um, and that is a man, meaning a person has to do, a man, woman, we have to do what we have to do. Um, life throws us curveballs all the time. And it's nothing shameful if we have to sidetrack a bit and maybe fall a few steps behind as long as we keep our mind, our focus in what we want. And there's no way to not keep it on what we want because that's sort of in us. You know, we, the only thing, the only time that we, we, when we give up is the time when we stop thinking about it. So if we can work on it, we can still think about it. We can write a few notes. We can write a task. We can write a dream that we have about that goal. And as long as we do that, everything else we do that we have to do at the, that point in time, it's okay. And I keep telling this to myself. And, you know, I'm not above client work. I just want to be on clarity task. And if I can get a loan from a bank, if my investment with this new person doesn't fall through, doesn't come through, I really... It's okay if I go back to client work and I'm going to be trying to be more positive about it because that work is putting money on the table. And also on top of it, this last project that I did, the client has been amazing. It's probably one of the best clients I've ever had. Understanding, respectful, um, everything has gone great. So there's no, no reason, no, there's no real reason for me to complain besides that me being excited like a kid in a toy store to work on clear task um and another thing on inside the book it says a confident person doesn't fear disagreement and doesn't see change swapping an incorrect opinion for a correct one as an admission on of infer inferiority and the book has a lot of good things everything is highlighted i'm highlighting everything it's it's amazing um uh so it it talks a, a lot about stillness and how when we're still like he was talking about Grant, you know, he was doing something they probably didn't like to do, but he had to do, and he was still about it. And then better days came, etc. And then he says, uh, this is the last thing I will mention from the book. You have to go and get it. It's really good. Uh, if you're miserable every time things are not going your way, if you cannot enjoy it when things are going your way because you undermine it with doubts and insecurity, life will be hell. So also, we have to celebrate the little wins you know, like I've this week I'm celebrating again how long I've come from not knowing how to code to being able to not just code, but also being able to uh, work in terminal and do simple things like get push and get commit, etc. And then more, more advanced stuff for setting up a server, making it secure, uh, setting private and public keys, etc. And uh, we have to celebrate those wins. You know, I can celebrate that nobody has fallen off from Claire Task, even though I haven't 
um, I haven't been on it for so long. So we have to, we have to celebrate the little wins, the little steps that we do. So if you're in the same position that I was a week or so ago where I have to work for a client just to collect some money and now I'm back on Claritas, the thing I love, just go with it. And then, you know, when the time comes, come back to the project that you're working on. And I'll, I'll, I'll keep telling this to myself. So whatever happens next, my goal is to make Claritask successful. And whatever happens between uh, now and that, that achievement, uh, we'll keep doing what I have to do. Um, work on client work. Maybe if the investment comes through, I will be fully focused on Claritask where daily I'm writing, I'm selling, I'm making Claritask better, hopefully soon hiring someone, someone that's better than me to, to, to code um, and just keep moving forward. Um, thanks for listening. And I want to mention again my um, uh, supporters for this episode, for this entire month. And that's user list and I have to thank them for supporting today's show and all these episodes. And just to go into detail, uh, if you haven't registered yet, you should. Uh, so user list is a tool uh, for sending behavior based messages to your SaaS customers. So people that register into your product, it sends behavior best that you set, set uh, to them. Uh, it's great for onboarding users and nurturing them throughout their journey. You can also see who your users are, segment them, and see what they're doing inside your product. Uh, user list is much more powerful than building it yourself and less complex than enterprise tools like Intercom. Uh, so you can start your free trial, and for listeners of the show, you get 30% off uh, for the first three months. And um, you can go to userlist.io forward slash bootstrapping SaaS. So it's the name of the show. So you'll go to userlist.io forward slash bootstrapping SaaS. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.